Hello. She was a level-headed dancer on the road to alcohol. And I was just a soldier on my way to Montreal. Where she pressed her chest against me about the time the jukebox broke. Yeah, she gave me a peck on the back. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this week's episode of From Here It's Potable. Um, me and Hunter are going to talk about the recent uh, basketball edition and departure uh, and what that means moving forward um, in recruiting and the season as a whole. So here we go. Hey, before we get to the podcast, uh, I just want to do make sure I shout out our sponsor, uh, Prime Residential Mortgage Incorporated. Um, they're the Lending with Passion division of Primary Residential Mortgage Inc. Uh, whether you're buying, refinancing, or taking cash out of your home, PRMI can help. Rates are still near all-time lows, and our mortgage experts uh, can help find the best mortgage solution for you. Uh, they can help you with purchasing your dream home, an investment property, a vacation home, whatever you need, they can help you with. Um, they have locations all over the state of Texas, but they complete the entire process uh, online, and it's easy um, and, and they just love working with fellow Red Raiders. Um, they can be reached at prmiraider at primeres.com through the website uh, at www.lendingwithpassion.com or by phone at 214-736-9466. Uh, so get in touch with them for, for any of your needs for anything like that. Hunter, what's up, man? Hello. Hey, hey, how you doing? Sorry. <laughs> Mute issue. No, you're good. I know our, our computers were being weird a second ago, so understandable. Um, so I know um, we got some good basketball news over the weekend. Sadar Calhoun, Sadar. That's what we were, we were talking about before we got on here. We think it's Sadar. Uh, Sardar, Sadar. I think that's it. Sadar Calhoun. Okay. We'll go with Calhoun for now. Too. So, yeah, I, I, he didn't play a whole lot at Florida state. I don't know. He, I mean, but that Florida state is odd in this, like they've had first round draft picks who never started a game in recent years. And they have like uh, other guys who get drafted. They play like 40% of the minutes. And it's, I don't know, that could be not applicable at all to Sadar Calhoun, but he played like, you know, 30 or 40%, kind of like a brain of Francis role. Um, light, uh, maybe like in between the way he played for us, his junior, senior year, the elite yeah. eight championship. Because uh, like as a shooter and just big guy that can rebound and be athletic, but he is a legit shooter. I mean, it, for our team, we've got Warren Arms um, for sure that we know about. Uh, what other, and Malik Wilson. Yeah. They're like passers. They're create, you know, they, they their game is based around a lot of kind of one-on-one uh, create for themselves or others. And, Got to have somebody to make shots. So we need some shooters. And yeah. Yeah. he fills that to a T. And I, I, I'm just excited because I, I want to see us you know, Agbo be a hit or maybe add one more because then, then we're, you can have Calhoun, who's like six, he's big, six, five or six, six. Agbo, who could potentially be like a post guy or guard people in the paint as a shooter. And then the possibility of adding like a, you, you mentioned earlier, the UTEP big guy. Uh, yeah. Brian Williams, who's a shooter, 
and suddenly like beer it seemed like beard valued athleticism kind of like raw you know the way terrence shannon was good just yeah. like freak athlete i mean he wasn't like he barely dribbled with his right hand right yeah. but but he still was incredibly effective pv was a less effective version of that to me yeah or, and oh yeah pv like you said right so pv's another example i think adams would value like offensive skill more than athleticism like if, yeah. Yeah. if they were side by side because uh, like almost every everyone we get is either a point guard or they're like six six, but they think they're like a point guard, like creator type drivers and shooters. Like that's generally what we're what he's gone for, not the uh, someone like Petey, you know, or someone like a Tyreek Smith type. Like, uh, but uh, so it beard, you know, you look at Beard's transfers. He's added three guys who are big time guys. Arguably, he's got the best transfer class in the country: the Disu, Timmy Allen and Christian Bishop. It's like three big guys. One of them is a shooter. They're, they're kind of the same thing of what he was doing here. Like he, and they, they're such big gets, like he's going to have to play them a lot of minutes. Yeah. And they kind of play the same position, but all that to say, you know, I, I can, Adams is going to scroll around, watch and put like three shooters out there in arms and like the two other six, six creator with Kevin McCuller. And like, we're going to be, have more offense than Beard could put on the floor. Just yeah. got these three monster bigs that he's going to be playing messing with. What it, and, what it looks like to me is it was almost like, if you just look at the philosophy, it was almost like Beard wanted, like you said, just freak athletes. We'll teach them to play offense. You know, we'll generate buckets through our defense almost. And then Adams is almost the opposite. Like, give me a guy who can score. My scheme will help him play defense almost. Like, as long as he buys in, uh, like – Mooney, Mooney came here. People exactly. like people didn't want to recruit him because they thought his defense couldn't hold up at a power five level. But just Adam's scheme and and the way that they coached him turned him into like an all conference defender. You know, like he he had more exactly. steals, like average more steals than just about anybody. So it's just it almost just seems like a a total shift in philosophy, which I am all for, especially after watching the past two years watching tech try to score, especially in the half court, as painful as it was, I am, I'm all for that shift in focus. For sure. And I meant to mention Mooney. I just want to, this could be just revisionist history. I want to say that Naeem Stevenson and Mooney were Mark Adams, like handpicked guys that we wanted to target because he said, let's go get these guys. Cause uh, people don't know, like Naeem was like the number one scoring player in Juco. I mean, he, he could like shoot and, he was actually efficient for us, played, played his role to a T. I mean, he was – and Mooney, like you said, was like the most – he was the lead guard for South Dakota State. And so then you look at you – know, like Davion Warren has been the lead guy for last year and then before that in junior college. So on two different teams, he's been the lead guard. Sadar Calhoun took like you know, 400 threes in junior college and was like the lead per guy on, the, on a team that was really good. And like he led the country in scoring or was one of the top. Um, Adonis Arms, same thing at junior college and uh, where he was before that. He was at like a D2 school before that or after junior college. Um, now for Winthrop was kind of odd, I guess. I heard he had COVID. But my point is that Adams specifically gets guys who were the lead player offensively, who did everything offensively for a team, Juco, mid-major, or even lower than that. And then I'll just go get them and, like you said, figure out a way to get stops with these guys. Yeah. I think 
figure it out, you know, but uh, I, yeah. And, I, and it sounds great to talk about. I, I, tr- I trust, I think Mark Adams knows what he's doing. I've always, I've never wavered on that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if you just look at it, like, <clears throat> like what, what are you looking like? If you just look at the NBA, which what is everybody looking for? They're looking for Luca. They're looking for LeBron. They're looking for Jason Tatum. They're looking for these guys who are wing size with guard skills like that, that's where the, that's where basketball is going, you know, big shot creators um, or not just shot creators, big creators who can also shoot and, and create for themselves exactly. as, well, as well as others. And it just seems like Adams is, is with that curve, uh, which, which is nice to see, I guess. Yeah. I think he's one of his best. Interviews. I might've been Rothstein like when he was on that podcast yeah, he said, I'm going to do the things offensively that I don't like to, to defend. Yeah. That's just gives me fits. And, right. and he rattled off a couple of things. And it all involved what you were saying is big guys that can shoot or having all shooters. Yeah. Or, but um, yeah, he, you know, it, it, I think Adams will uh, you know, figure out a way to uh, get five guys who, all of them can dribble, you know, it's like the things that Beard said, but maybe we didn't commit all the way to like, I think people might be surprised. It's a positionless with all shooters instead of positionless. That's what like Adams always wanted, you know, maybe wasn't allowed to, to get what he wanted uh, personnel wise, but we're going to see his experiment. Uh, And I I think, I don't think Beard is too eager to see it play out. You know, either is, you know, it doesn't work and okay. You know, you beat, you're, you're getting paid however much you better be tech. Right. I mean, and, or it does work for, for Adams and it's like, all right, the narrative will always be there of him not having Adams. Right. Yeah. Um, It's, and I guess the, it is, I know you were really interested in the addition of Peary, the assistant coach and his press and like, did he, he ran like that ridiculous press, but then he also, there was something to do with his, his offense as well, or was it just the press leading to offense? It was pretty, yeah, press leading because they turned it over like number one in the country. Okay. It's like it was just nothing but nonstop full court. I mean, it was West Virginia from back in the day, but multiplied. Yeah. It really screwed with people. I mean, he was like beating Duke. I mean, one of, t- one of the worst teams in the country is what he had at the time when he first got there and was beating Duke like 35 minutes into the game. You know, it was like, they went to the final four elite eight when they had the, I can't think of his name, the white guy. It was kind of like Henri and kicking people and stuff all the time. Oh, Grayson Allen. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, one thing, another thing that Adams has said is in reference to being different uh, is he wants our offense to be able to like have a quote unquote, like knockout blow capabilities. And I think when you played the way we used, we played with beard with, you know, just, we have don't have five shooters. Like if if you get ten stops in a row and you can make like three or four threes, it's odds are you just can't lose. And like we didn't, Adam teams might have the ability to do that. I think he sees like these games play out where it's like we should have won the game in, in that segment when we when we held them without a basket for twelve and a half minutes. Yeah. I mean, we should have won. We should have made five threes in that time period. Right. Yeah, it's like we held them without a basket for twelve minutes, but we went eight minutes without scoring two. So it was like a four point. Right. Game. <laughs> And so I think uh, he might ratchet up, you know, that, that might be period, you know, you being able to get the pace up and get shooters out there and still get stops. 
uh, in, in these time periods where you can get a big lead and start playing. You know, Adams knows how to manipulate the pace and slow a game down when he wants to. And so I think he, that is something we'll be trying to do. Yeah. That ability where maybe we did not in previous years. Something that really frustrated me was like you mentioned it is how we were positionless on defense. And so teams could take advantage of that with, you know, a, a certain type of big guy. And yet on offense, we weren't skilled enough to punish that big guy. And so I, I think that maybe with these additions that we still may be vulnerable to, you know, a, a dominating big. Absolutely. Yeah. Like Culver at West Virginia. But we also, instead of him being able to sit in the paint, we can draw him out or at least get him in some movement, which, yeah, good point. La- you know, last year, if you had, a, you know, if you were, you could stick him on PV and he could still hang out in the paint, basically. You know, right. I, I just think they're going to have a harder time doing that this upcoming season. Yeah. And now that you said, you know, that'll be, it'll, if we can do it, if we can pull it off and get, you know, four or five guys out there, which we're already close to having. Um, Marcus Silva, you know, might be a huge beneficiary of that. Cause back to like Terrence Shannon, you know, the way you guard, he's so explosive. You know, you don't really want to, teams didn't get like tight on him because you just blow by people and like dunk it on everyone. Yeah. Sag off him because you're living with shots anyways. And people are just like him being there, him having the ball caused people to like gather near the basket. Yeah. Like, just because it's like a football play was about to happen. And, but if you change him out with, not Tim, because he's great. Obviously, you take Terrence Shannon all day because he's so. But his equivalent that's a shooter version of Calhoun, it draws people away. Like, you have to get on, on top of him, beyond yeah. the point line. And it changes, like, the whole structure of the game. Of well, the and think about how many times Santo Silva would – like, Santo Silva is a good passer. And so he would he would back some guy down in the post, and when when he saw that double come, he would hit guys on the perimeter. We just didn't have guys who could take advantage of it, and now you do. Uh, you have guys who can just rise up and shoot after getting those passes. So uh, it just seems like it fits, um, you know, a lot better. I do think, and somebody mentioned this on the board. What do you think about where do you see this roster going next? Like where where are these guys going to turn? Are they going to look for a big man? Are they going to look for best fit? I think, yeah, obviously, I think you, I think for sure you're trying to get or sell someone on playing like a four, but someone who can guard the, the paint to play. Cause I think that's who you can get your best player at. Cause I don't know you can get a center because Silva is good. I mean, and he's entrenched and he's played a lot of minutes. Like anybody who's looking to come play five minutes would be kind of dumb to come to tech, in my opinion, if they're trying to like, you know, put the, put a season out there at, a, at the next level or something. Um, so I think it's going to have to be a, someone who – the good thing is is all fives will be fours. So there's fives out there that you can sell. At, you, you know what I mean? Like Bryson yeah. or Christian Bishop. Like Beard probably sold him. Like you're going to play the four. You're going to play the ball in your hand. And that's kind of what I'm talking about is uh, you do that, and, like, that's great. He's this awesome, great player. Who's a super, but if everybody else has shooters and you're playing with all those kind of guys, you can lose pretty, pretty frequently. If they, if, if you're not, if the other team's making shots, but yeah. Uh, so I, I see us trying to get a big and hope preferably a shooter. I don't think he has to be one. I was about to ask how important sh- shooting. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he has to be one. I think, yeah. But a lot of the ones, I mean, I don't know if we get them, but the division two guy who's a monster that EJ Onu. Mm, yeah. 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 Big 10 schools that want him or he might go pro, but he, that guy can shoot. I mean, 
but yet he's like 6'10". You know, he's a monster. But a big, that's my answer. I think that's where we're going next. Yeah, and and that makes sense, especially, you know, we had that weird situation where, uh, and then we can transition into McClung, who announced his uh, intention to stay in the draft. Um, And so, you know, you lose a guard, but that may bring a guard who may be wandering back into the fold. You know, there's talk of maybe Chandler Jacobs isn't totally sold uh, on coming to tech because of playing time. Well, a guy who is going to eat up most of the minutes at guard is now no longer going to be here. So you don't know how that may affect rotation, how that may affect Jacobs, uh, you know, desire to stay um, here at tech. And so I guess before we get into that, what do you think of McClung leaving? I mean, to me, I'll, I'll always think of the shot at Austin. I mean, you know, things maybe went downhill a little bit after that, but that was a great moment that that'll be the first thing I remember of his. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not, you know, no ill will towards him. I've kind of just written him off as not being on the uh, team next year. So, yeah, it was a weird, kind of a weird. The news didn't, yeah. The news didn't really impact, you know, I wasn't shocked by it or, or, or anything, but um, yeah, he, couldn't, he couldn't transfer again. And yet I don't I would, know what his right. That's what I heard. I don't think he could transfer. I think it hurt us him coming like saying he was gonna come back, like declaring the way he did, kind of so publicly. Right. At a time when we were like going after guards and players, you know, that we were trying to, you know, wanting to replace him. But yeah. so that that I don't think helped us much. But I understand. I mean, I think he's got such, I don't know, this may be crazy, but he's got such a massive like social media following that I would think maybe he gets more money than the, than the guy that's as good, just as good as he is on talent in the European or some other league. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I don't know if he's a, an NBA guy, but he's definitely a high level player in Europe. Um, you know, if he wants to go the G league route, I'm sure he could play there. Um, but you're right. I mean, his, his social media following is going to get him places that other guys of similar skill set and similar skill level would not get. Um, and so, it, it, you know, that, like I said, that was kind of an awkward situation. It, it was, you know, he announced that he was coming back and yet there never seemed to be a, like a solid commitment there. You know, it, it was just, like I said, a weird deal. Um, so it wasn't a huge shock that he announced that he was staying in the draft, not coming back. Um, but now, like I said, does that bring? What do you think that does for Jacobs? Uh, the Good question. Transfer? Yeah, I'm wondering the same thing. Maybe does it make him more inclined to think he's going to be playing enough minutes? Because you're a big fan of his, right? Oh, I absolutely. Yeah, he fits what I was saying earlier. He's another guy that just was the guy, you know, the lead guard on a on a good team for a long time and makes made a lot of jump shots. Yeah. You know? with people trying to really focus on stopping him. He was still making a lot of jump shots. So I want him. I definitely would like to have him. I think he would, uh, uh, I don't know, him and Clarence maybe play some kind of that role, the same role as a the two guard or bringing the ball up, the de facto point guard. Because I think Adams, like Beard, the point guard won't be that big of a difference, especially if Peary is, is in, has a big influence because – so much of it is like off the turnover and like off the rebound offense, you know, where whoever just grabs it is who initiates it. Yeah. And I like that. I guess that goes back to what we were talking about recruiting strategies. 
you're looking for, you want to have guys who can do that. You know, especially like you said, if you're running that press, you want to get the ball and just go. Um, and whoever can, can take the ball and do that. The, uh, the thing about the, the McClung leaving is, you know, like I said, things kind of went a little south and he was hurt towards the end of the year and didn't provide quite the scoring punch that he did throughout the beginning of the year. But that's still, I mean, he was a guy you could give the ball to and get a good shot. And so I, I think, I don't know if you'll miss that, but you definitely have to find a guy to fill that role. And I don't think that guy is established right now. You, you may disagree, but that's just. No, I agree. I agree. Definitely. I think you'd be surprised that there are guys on our team who certainly think and are very confident, you know, like in their ability to be that guy, like probably Davion Warren being number one on, on the list. I mean, um, some of the times when, if you watch some of his games, he's like, this is not a positive thing, I wouldn't think, but he's dri- like dribbling down the floor, you know, walking the ball across half court, and he's just staring at his guy, like intensely, you know, like he's at a park playing one-on-one with him, about to like, you know, put some moves on the all his life video. That's the kind of like, and he's, you know, that's what he would do the whole time. And I think there is a, if you can hone in that guy to cart, you know, have a role for him to, and we've got, you know, Adams is maybe rolling the dice on two or three, four of them, you know, that are kind of in that same mold. And I think odds are one will hit, but I'd like for Jacob, like you're saying, I'd like for Jacobs to be in there because he's another roll of the dice that it might be him. Do you think McCuller could ever be that guy? Like here's the ball, get us a bucket. I wouldn't put it back. I mean, I think, I think, I wouldn't be surprised because you pointed out to me the other day. Like, yeah, I, I had forgotten that he was he was a point guard. Like coming out, that was yeah. what he was labeled as, and he was yeah. kind of you know his role changed here, but that's somewhere. Yeah, I, I want to. I think I've maybe Adams or someone has said publicly like McCuller might play point guard. I, maybe not, but that sounds familiar. I feel like I mean it's something that's not it's something the coaches have always or I've always heard, um, and he's. A good, but yeah, he does. He's one of those, he does everything. Yeah. yeah, you put him at point guard and you have uh, Arms and Warren who like to play on the ball or off the ball away from people. And and then you have Calhoun who's a shooter. And like all of those guys to a certain extent will be, you know, defended out past the three point line. Hopefully McCullough. And his shot, his shot it got like very solid towards the end of the year. I mean, to the point yeah. I was thinking, he may get a look pro like, I mean, cause he's your prototypical three and D guy. And so I yeah. like, I thought that we may lose him to the pros just because his shot looks so good towards the end of the year. Yep. Great rebounder. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think the overall direction of recruiting is exciting. And we were, we kind of were, we got a little distracted before I hit record and, you know, we were talking about <clears throat> just the, the, the way, that the, the guys that Adams recruits just, and we talked, you know, we touched on it a couple minutes ago, but it's just the, the idea that these guys can, that all of these guys can put the ball in the basket in a variety of different ways. You know, it's, it's not like, and like you said, we'd love to have Shannon back, but it's not a Shannon situation where he basically has to go left. <laughs> you know, he's either pulling up from the left or he's driving left, you know, or it's, it's, uh, it's not a PV where he has to be basically in the restricted area to score. Um, and so it's just nice to have, you know, 
guys that can make a play because that, that was some of the most frustrating parts of the past couple seasons was like, and you mentioned it, you get stop after stop and yet you couldn't put enough space between you and the team you're playing the West Virginia game is a perfect example. I mean, you should have been up in that game in West Virginia or at West Virginia. You should have been up in that game by 15, 20, you know, instead is what 12. And so they score on their last 10 possessions. And even though, you know, you score half of those, you end up losing on the, on the, on the last shot in a game that you probably, you had no business losing, but it's because you couldn't get buckets when you were getting stops. For sure. And yeah, uh, there will be some cons. I would, I'm sure some cons to it because, you know, I, I don't know if we'll be offensive rebound the same way with this. Maybe so because some of these guys can offensive rebound. You know, they're tall and long and, that's what Peary, Peary's teams were unbelievable at. They sent like four or five guys to the glass every time because they yeah. were just right after. I mean, but um, I don't it, – it seems like Adams is going to do everything like that you ever could want, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. Gonna, you know, Adams' defense, we're going to be positionless. We're going to play five out if we want. Or we're going to play with a big uh, that's really good at passing like Silva. Or yeah. big, I mean, yeah, you could just – I guess the, the downside would just be, you know, you're going to have, I mean, your guys are going to be just dead tired. If you're pressing playing Adams defense. Uh, and Yeah. I don't, I don't know if we'll press more than we have been. We, we have actually pressed a lot. Yeah. Relative to a power five team. Right. You know, so if you take the class of teams who literally press, like that's their philosophy. We've, and we've pressed progressively more. Um, every year the last couple of years uh, as we've gotten kind of more of what that beard and Adams have wanted positionless wise. Yeah. So we've done it. Yeah. And I think a lot of it's come from Perry, but um, I, I think we'll be, I can't, there's no way we'll be worse at it. I, you know what I mean? I think we can only get better and might be doing it more from uh, the, what we have been, but I don't know if it'll be like a staple of like what everyone's talking about. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think something has to give because I don't think you could, you know, press like Peary's Portland State teams and play defense like their half court defense like Adams would want. I, I just don't think you could do that for an entire game. Uh, it would be awesome, but I just you'd probably have to play 15 guys. Um, but we had some questions on the site about football and a lot of ones that we had planned on tackling later in the summer and, and before the season started. So we'll save those, but we just wanted to get on here, you know, this week and, and talk about those um, one addition, one departure, and just kind of what it means overall for, for basketball recruiting. So you got anything else? Uh, yeah. Tech golf uh, plan in, a, in regional right now. Right. Yes. Um, and I was, I think I was telling you earlier, I, I watch a lot of golf and desperately pro golf, desperately want a tech golfer, you know, to be competing on the PGA tour, be just interesting to follow. And we've got, you know, Texas has a guy, Cole Hammer, who is, uh, he's really good. He played this past weekend uh, in the uh, Byron Nelson, almost made the cut, but he's kind of thought of as someone who's going to be, like on the tour sooner rather than later. And we've got Ludwig Aberg, who's actually, I've got some like strokes gain metrics. I mean, he's outperformed Hammer in Big 12 play this year by like significantly and has won like, you know, multiple, two or three of his last 10. He's like top five in 
80% of the tournaments he's played in. So from Sweden. Is it? Yeah, Sweden or the golf roster is hilarious. You got that. You got Ludwig from Sweden, Brian Bowles from Lubbock, Marcus Bradley from Norway, JC Hargrove from Lubbock. It's just like <laughs> Scandinavia, Lubbock, Scandinavia, Lubbock, all the way down the roster. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. There's probably like some scholarship stuff there too, huh? Like you can, I, don't, I wonder if you can piece them up like in baseball. Probably. So. Yeah. Cause we've got, We've got somebody from Scotland, Norway, Poland, another Norway. Uh, so we're three Norway and Sweden, and then the rest are from like Lubbock or San Angelo. So we're yeah, we're five shots back from first right now in the regional. I think there's one more round to play, and we need to be fourth to advance. And we are seven shots clear of a, a, the Aggies who are tied with South Carolina. How, how many days are left? Just one more round, I believe, and oh. then. Let's see the player. Let's see where Aberg is. Well, maybe I can't find it. I don't know where he is overall. Looks like he's tied for sixth right now. There you go. That'll be interesting. To see. And then we got baseball, right? Baseball plays Kansas. Kansas. Really, Series. really need a sweep. It seems they've like. got. I don't know how if this is normal. We've we've lost game one, the Friday night game in a Big Twelve series four times this year. I mean, I don't know how, how many series Big Twelve series have we played. Like that's maybe so half of them maybe. Yeah, yeah. We're three and one. We won three of the series. It's inter- It's like an interesting. I guess it's Micah Dallas and uh, probably a lot of Ryan Sublette in those right. games. And that Oklahoma one, that was seemed like the most frustrating one in extra innings, but. But yeah, I think I think it looked, and I'm not the biggest baseball guy, but just reading the guys who know what they're talking about, it seems like a sweep would get us into one of those regional hosting sites or give us a good chance. So it seemed like that's what we were hoping for. But yeah, we got we got a lot going on. So definitely have some stuff to watch this week and this weekend. Yep. But um, so I guess we can look forward to. Uh, Hunter wagering some money on a future PGA tech golfer and uh, maybe hosting a regional sometime soon. So that's all I got. That's all I got. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. All right.